Hello everyone, welcome back to Ope, a podcast episode 29. Um, this will be our post-game reaction and stuff from our uh, away game at Maryland and preview um, our matchup against uh, the Fighting Illini. So joining us today, our host is myself, Jason, along with... I am Laurence. Can Tracy Clay's just be our defensive coordinator guider? Uh, I am Wyatt. I warned y'all about Indiana Oakers. And Griffin, we have been exposed yet again by a dual threat quarterback. <sighs> and welcome back to another podcast. Um, so <laughs> to get started, we are going to, I don't want to say it, but recap um, the overtime loss to uh, Maryland. Um, just to go a little bit on here um so in terms of statistics um our Tanner morgan uh was 10 of 15 uh for passing 189 yards one touchdown uh, only had one sack our lead rusher was mohammed ibrahim who had 41 carries for 209 yards for four tutties this game seemed very similar to the Vikings game we had today where the running backs, the running back, my, my, my mistake, absolutely carried the entire team. Now, Muhammad, as great of a player as he is, we need a more balanced offense. And I hate saying that because we have all of the right tools in place to have one. Yet we... Not. Yeah, our second best rusher was Trey Potts uh, with three carries for 45 yards. And I think Laurent's mentioned off air, like his entire career right now has averaged uh, seven some yards a carry. Is that correct? 7.8 yards every time he touches the ball. Yep. And then uh, the three number three, number four lead rushers is Tanner Morgan that, had, that rushed three for 19 pretty much like quarterback scramble or quarterback runs. And then Seth Green, two for two. Um, receiving Chris Ottman-Bell, the crab. I think he heard my heard me shit-talking him yesterday uh, a couple days ago because he sort of went off and had four receptions for 112 yards, one of them being the 39-yard touch, uh, touchdown run. Uh, Rashad Bateman had five receptions for 62 yards, long with 28. And then true freshman Daniel Jackson had run reception for 15 yards. Now, I did not watch this game because I had a hockey game to attend. I watched the last about eight minutes of the fourth quarter, unfortunately. But how did Daniel Jackson look? Was he in there most most of the reps, or was that one catch kind of just uh, one of the few targets when he was out there? I don't even remember the one catch. It, so, I think yeah. it was a design play for Daniel Jackson. That was it. Like because Tanner always does his first and second read, and there's nothing there. He just passes it on, or throws it away. So, yeah. But Jackson looked good on that one catch. Like the ball was thrown a little behind. Oh, no! Actually, no. He had two targets. The other one was also a pass interference on the defense. Oh yeah. Yep. So he had an so. okay outing. So I think. He just needs the reps. Right for the forgettable night. 
Yeah, because... Ian. Oh, go ahead. So, I just need to know, alright? I, like, I appreciate the fact that Mohammed is the leading rusher in the Big Ten by, by a very, yes, by a very large margin. 200 um, more than the Master Teague of the Ohio State University. As one does. <laughs> and I completely understand that. That's great. I appreciate that. You know, run the ball. Kiffin, run the ball. But if someone would have told, like, there was a point yesterday where, like, I think at our worst last year, we ran the ball 60, 65% of the time last year. Uh, which was second only to the Badgers, who were basically running the triple option. Um, but the thing is, when you got a receiver by the name of Shot out there, and you got another receiver who's apparently yesterday just decided to catch whatever you just happened to throw in the air, I just, I just need to know. Why is it that it is so hard to throw these dudes the ball? And I also get the whole, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, because we were just running it right down Maryland's throat and they couldn't stop it. But it felt like, especially in the fourth quarter, we were trying to play trestle ball. Like we were going in a method that last year would have worked. Because last year, we could pin our ears back, send Carter seeing Antoine on the blitz, seeing uh, corner blitzes go in, and we could hurt people, right? So we could get conservative running the ball just to take the clock off. But this year, we are we are a Big 12 team. We, we can't stop nothing. We cannot stop anything, and I don't understand. When you have two weapons like this on the outside... Why aren't you using them? I mean, that's all. it was just very predictable play calling because it seemed from when I started watching the game in the fourth quarter, it was it was the classic PJ, eat the clock. But I think they were trying to eat that clock a little too early, and it was very clearly run, run, run. And, well, look at that, three and out, punt the ball. There was, just seemed like there was no... I don't know. It was just the most vanilla play calling I have ever seen when you have the lead. Like, I mean, don't be that conservative. Take your shots. It doesn't have to be a 50-yard shot down the field. But make your receivers make plays. Receivers can't make plays if you don't throw the ball to them. Get the P.I. Get the hold. Get the whatever. I mean, like, I wasn't – it wasn't even so much like this – we're acting like this is brand new. We did this in most of the games last year. Like, let's not act like third and 12 against Auburn. We just didn't run a halfback draw that went for 26 yards. So, like, B.J.'s been doing this. The only difference is, like, last year, you could do it. Because if Maryland was down, what was it, at one point, 17 or 18 points against us last year, Oh, they're done. <laughs> oh, the, the game's over. The game is over. Actually, if they're down 14 to us last year, the game is over. Um, 
because not only could we run it, but even if it was three and out, you you ain't averaging ten yards a carry against our defense last year. You're not. These receivers, you're not just throw, chucking the ball up against our secondary last year with Antoine Winfield Jr. somewhere in the vicinity, right? And even Chris Williamson at nickel, you ain't. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Nope, nope, you are not doing that. But this year, you can do it, right? And our defense can't stop it. So, like, PJ's philosophy of trestle ball doesn't work when your defense can't stop anybody. It doesn't matter if we go right down the field in five minutes. Uh, to get a touchdown if they respond in three plays in 30 seconds. Yeah, because, like, looking at... I'm upset. Because <laughs> looking at the defense, so here's this. So our lead tackler, our lead defensive, like, players that night was... So Jordan Howden had five solo tackles, assisted with three, so eight total. Tyler Newman had eight total, so six solo, two assisted. Mariano had... Eight total, six solo, two assisted, and then it drops off from there. Um, yeah, um, our defense, like they're there for decoration. Like, I swear, there are times when, like, um, especially on the D line, like, I'm not sure you guys noticed. So, for example, there were a few times I did say, "Oh, Maryland's offensive line did hold some of our players," but. It, it's every game. Like, it doesn't matter. It's a coin toss, right? But there are moments where, like, say, um, uh, Talia breaks out of the pocket. Either to the to his right or his left to make the run or extend, extend the play. Like, for one of our, like, linebackers, like, either the D-tackle or some Mike Treadway <laughs> would, like, break off his block, right? Like, break off, like, this, the guard or center and move on and try to make uh, st- uh, stop him from throwing or running. And then whoever was at the end will get like, will land right Mafe. in front of him. Yeah. Mafe or someone right in front of Micah's legs. And then Micah trips over. And then of course you have an out of position Mariano and uh, who's our other, li- uh, Cody Lindenberg or whoever's rotating in. Cody's going to be good. I'm yeah. telling y'all Cody's going to be good. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Cody, but like, when you're out of position or on the other side of the field, like, you know, towards, like, one sideline and try to get to the other, they don't have that speed. Like, they have the athleticism and the, like, st- strength to, like, make the tackle and stop someone. But, like, they ain't they ain't 4-4 four, four speed, 4-3 four, speed laterally move, like while trying to shift hips. So, at least that's what I noticed, at least on the D-line. Like, I, I, I think Mariano and Cody are doing their best. Or Thomas Rush because they'll bring him into like on the up to the line of scrimmage and pull him back or rush, but like Thomas can't do much either if like <laughs> if he is like on like on the left side of the line. But like I mean, the first touchdown with um and uh with with Funk just a simple you know over crossing over little crossing route Mariano just could not keep up with him. He's yeah. not Blake Cashman. Yeah, he doesn't have he doesn't have that speed. Or Kamal, who I remember Blake Cashman out here chasing down anything that moved, <laughs> yeah. just just seek and destroy. 
I'll still remember that Northwestern game where Blake Cashman almost single-handedly won it for us. If our offense could have done anything, we would have won that game. But Blake Cashman out here with 20 tackles, a strip sack. Yeah, I think he broke yes, a record that day. Yes, Ron in it. He and, did. And don't forget about Purdue either. Oh, yeah. Oh, when he literally went up to um, David, David Blau, grabbed the ball, said, this is mine now. <laughs> he didn't even sack him. He literally just ran up to him, took the ball out of his hand, and ran away. I was like, "Remember when he? You, you don't even. Need, he is such. He was such a gentleman. He didn't even need to tackle." Remember when he uh, technically called <laughs> yes, in, in the Holiday Bowl our sophomore years? <laughs> Sacking. Uh, wow. Was it Luke Falk? Um, it was the last. And the fourth, the fourth ranked Washington State offense. <laughs> I remember when it was fourth ranked and then it ran into uh, a legitimate Big Ten replacement defense. players. Remember when our whole issue was that we kept losing games 17 to 14? Because <laughs> 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 we couldn't do anything. And now we're out here looking like Kansas or Oklahoma out here in these streets. <laughs> I hate it. Um, this one's going to hurt Wyatt a little more. So, unfortunately, on special teams, uh, I forgot his first name. So, our punter, Stevenson, had four four punts, uh, averaged 34.8 yards a punt. His longest was 37. Um, oh. Matthew Stevenson, huh? His longest punt was what? 37 yards. That's it? Yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Wyatt has left the chat. <laughs> I told y'all it was going to be a problem. And then, um, so for kickoffs, we had Michael Lance in. So he had seven total kickoffs, uh, totaled for 364 yards, average about 52 per kickoff. So pretty solid on his front on that. Brock Walker uh, had six attempts and five were made. Field goals or extra points. Don't and... say his name. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't deserve it. Did okay. he come um, back to Minnesota? Did we put him on the bus? I think we kicked him off the bus, but I'm not sure. Like he's right. Is he off the bus right now like we did with Demetrius two years ago? Or a year ago? No, 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 no. See, Demetrius didn't call us a game. <laughs> we were just annoyed with it. We were beating Purdue by 21 points when Demetrius dropped the ball. <laughs> but, like, that's okay, Demetrius. You'll get another shot. And, you know, he did that thing where he saved us against Georgia Southern, and then he, like, stabbed Wisconsin in the face with a, a kickoff return. So, Demetrius, he redeemed himself. This dude. <laughs> I told y'all it was gonna be a problem, <laughs> and nobody took you that seriously. And we're now, sorry, Wyatt. Wyatt, if you would have told me that special team—not even special team—I'm not even gonna put all of special. Actually, yes, I am. All of special teams is bad. But, like, if you would have told me that our punter was going to be that, like, Ohio State, 
had a third string walk on kicker yesterday, and dude had a 60 yard punt. Third string walk on kicker. We can can we just get a kicker? Just so. Can we have, can we can we have, can we have Emmett come back? Or uh, can Emmett? Emmett? Can Emmett? Can we get Jay? I'll take our. I'll take uh. Or give Sa me Carpenter. Give me Santoso. <laughs> like give. Mortel. You know what? Give me Mitch Leitner as a punter. I don't. Huh? Give me back Peter Mortel. <laughs> Give me, give me back Peter Mortel. Yes, actually, I don't care. Give me back Peter Mortel. He, Peter Mortel would never, would never, not this. Yeah. This game was shameful. I'm sorry, Wyatt. I apologize. I didn't. I did not take your warning seriously. Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> Who's that teams coordinator who we keep getting mad at? What's his name? Forget about him. I don't care about his name. It should be run through the mud and forgotten. <laughs> I think this dude is the equivalent of our Rob Smith on special teams. Why does he still... Griffin? You're <laughs> giving too much credit. Griffin, why does this man have a job? Why did Rob Smith have a job? <laughs> because he's friends with people. Oh, really? So now we're running the Iowa Dash Michigan State under Mark Vantonio nepotism ring? Is that what we're doing? Griffin does not answer that question. Okay. <laughs> oh, I will mention one highlight. Redshirt freshman D'Angelo Carter had the big man interception. I was like, "Fat man, go, go to the end zone." Big man, man football was the highlight of the night. Yeah, I mean, honestly, for me, it was the fact that he was directing traffic, <laughs> and I was like, first of all, as soon as you get tackled, I feel like you might die." Because you are putting in work right now. <laughs> I'm like, and I, you know. And the fact that he's a red shirt freshman, dude's gonna be good. Dude's gonna be D'Angelo. He's gonna be he's gonna be pretty good. He's gonna be pretty uh so pretty high. Can we actually put in like the our actual playmakers on that D line, like a Boye? Because I, I think he wasn't all the snaps again. I like like you said last time the round, like thirty percent. Nah, nah. Wait, no, no. So okay, Wyatt. Wyatt, I know Griffin didn't watch the game. Jason, I know you watched the game. Wyatt, did you watch the game? Yeah, okay. So, like, did y'all notice that Talia did the exact same move, like, four or five times where Boye would absolutely destroy whoever their left tackle was? Just, like, throw them, do that stuff. And then he would run right at Talia, and Talia would do the same spin move going to his, I don't remember if it was his left or his, I think it might have been his left. Same spin move to his left, throwing right at the sideline, and someone was always open. It was the same move. The only time 
that move didn't work was like when they ended up getting like a 16 yard sack because he tried the move, but boy, it was like not this time. But that it was the same move. Quarter with like six minutes left to figure that move out. It was the same. Dude wasn't even on it. It was just like. It's like whenever I'm playing Madden, I do the exact same circle, circle, spin. That's like, like until you stop it. Speaking I of Madden, are we, are we going to, speaking of Madden, are we going to call Joe Rassi and tell him to whip out the uh, QB contain plays and just start with the basics? Honestly, I, I don't want to see. I, <laughs> can we there, just there say. There several times where I could see Mariano Sori Marin was the spy, but he was out of position every time Tua ran somewhere, and he always had a sh- crappy angle. That ain't gonna, we gonna talk that. about the safeties, though. But <laughs> Jordan, how do we not? Tyler, I'm really playing, uh, praying that Tyler Newman is... You know, something that I'm noticing, and I really hope I'm not being a Debbie Downer. I wanted to get you all the opinion. Uh, I feel like PJ's defensive recruits haven't uh, worked. Can y'all name... And I mean, watch this. Okay. And not a transfer from somewhere else. Can y'all name a PJ, a, a PJ defensive recruit that this year has been putting in the work? Besides Cody Lindenberg? <laughs> That's a true freshman? That, but, <laughs> but. Why is just in there like I I plead the fifth. Tyler Newbin's been really good on special teams though. Griffin, say that to my face. <laughs> Wyatt, are you okay? No, your, face okay. is, your face is so red. Are you okay? <laughs> oh, God. Angry at Matthew Stevenson. I remember Tyler Newman. I just love like it was Tyler Newman has been good on special day. Why in space immediately? What? <laughs> like, what? Wow. Okay. I feel like I don't want to say nothing else about special teams because he might jump through this hole and stab me. I don't know. Uh, can we talk about this next game? Because this Maryland's depressing. Yeah. Um. Next up, we have an away game. At Illinois, um, Urbana-Champaign. Um, what the hell was that? <laughs> Sorry, my Alexa just went off. All right, Alexa, Alexa, Alexa just told me. <laughs> 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 uh, 
All right. Um, so the Gophers will be in Illinois next Saturday. We're not playing a Friday night uh, this next week. Uh, 2.30 kickoff on, I think, the Big Ten Network. And it will be on KFN uh, Radio um, for the radio broadcast. Um, Illini right now are currently 0-2. Um, there are two losses came. Uh, the first one was Wisconsin on, I think it was a Friday night game in the first game of the season when the Big Ten came back. And then uh, they narrowly lost to Purdue. Is that correct? And yep. That's all the notes I have. I haven't, I haven't done much into the Illini because um, I'm trying to torture myself and watch rewatch the footage. Oh, we'll see, this, this I'll, should get be a very I'll, I'll get the games to you guys soon on the Google Drive, but this should be a very interesting matchup with Illinois because Illinois, I think, has only averaged like 15, 16 points a game. And, um, so you're not really going for 40 on this. Yes. We're averaging over 30. It's, it's going to be the points allowed. <laughs> Hammer it, hammers the over for every single thing. Yes, hammers the over. Um,. So their quarterback has COVID, so there's that. Uh, Brandon Pete, is it Brandon Peters? Yeah, I think Brandon yeah. Peters is his name. He got the Rona, so yeah. there's that. And now we got yeah. Colin Taylor. Yeah, we're playing. Uh, it seems that Matt Robinson uh, will be the quarterback. You may remember Matt Robinson last year from. Carter Coughlin putting him in the ground and Antoine Winfield picking him off and Sam Ritter going right up the middle and chokeslamming him. Like, uh, he's not very good is the point. He's not ideal. So, and, and their defense is about as competent as ours. So, so then... Lorenz, I know, like last podcast, you know Maryland was supposed to be our get right game, and I <laughs> would you say this has to be the get right game, or we're going, or we're fucked for the rest of the Big Ten? I would say that right now Minnesota is the get right game for every team in this conference. That's true. At least on offense, uh, or rather, at least uh, when other teams play our defense. Not so much a get-right game for their defense against us, but, um, like, if we don't win this game, first off, Rashad needs to opt out. Rashad, like, his draft stock is dropping every, like, right before he started the season. I feel like he was a generally a consistent a consensus first round draft pick. His draft stock is dropping because I do not think they care that he is getting doubled and bracketed every single play. They don't plummeting. His draft stock is plummeting. Like yesterday, people were like, "Yo, Chris Amendale, though, right?" And you're out here and you're seeing where it's like Chris Olave wasn't supposed to be in the same sentence as Rashad. And now Chris Olave might be taken higher than him. Like, that's that's where we are. 
Um, if we do not throw this ball 30 times, I won't stand for 10. I want it. I don't. Also, can someone explain to me why Matt Simon isn't the one calling plays? Anybody? I plead the fifth. Because he is our uh, co-offensive coordinator, and he was also, you know, the one who called us against Auburn. And also apparently, yeah, and uh, he, he does seem to know what a slant play is. So, Griffin? <laughs> Griffin? <laughs> Why? Oh, well, Griffin's just like, nope. I have nothing. Um, fire, I'm, fire, well, Sanford. Well, I'm digressing. Uh, Seahawks has won against the 49ers, 37 to 27. Um, Saints and Bears are at overtime, 23-23. Saints got the ball. Um, who that? And then Broncos defeated. Who that? Khalil Mack. That's who that is. The Broncos beat the Chargers, 31-30. Did they miss an extra point? No. DJ Metcalf with 40 fantasy points? I'm not complaining. I hate everything. The Chargers actually have good special teams. <laughs> I'm really hurt right now, and I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> but I digress. Um... So is it just their quarterback is the major thing? Am I missing anything from um, regarding the Illini? No, they don't really have any running backs. Uh, Josh Maddor Baby is really good. He's their wide receiver. Um, I, I don't know. They're they they hide. Like, this is a game that before the season I would have thought was a trap game. And the reason I thought it was a trap game is because we would have beaten Michigan and we would have cut off Maryland's head. So we wouldn't have even been thinking about the Illini. But now both of us are desperate. Didn't Northwestern cut off Maryland's head? And then they did. Maryland without a head? Yes. Mm -hmm. That is exactly what happened. The headless turtles. So from SB Nations, uh, the champagne room for the Illini, um, they say right now it's just Peters, their quarterback, but they're possibly more because they're doing contact tracing, and then they'll be doing multiple COVID testing. So we're still unknown. We're still a few days out, so I think we'll learn more as the game gets closer till Saturday, but. For sure, their quarterback's going to be out for a few weeks. I wouldn't mind if we had a Wisconsin-style thing where Illinois has to cancel. No, no, we need a game. No, no, We we need a game, man. We We teach our punter to punt. No, we need to do auditions and get some trombone players to punt the ball. That's what we need to happen. We need Brian Santoso to put on a freaking mullet wig and show up. We need Emmett Carpenter back there. Bring back Jacob Calhoun. 
I can't do this anymore, Wyatt. I can't do it. Wait, the only Wisconsin thing I want us to do right now is be able to take a player out, put one back in, and nothing changes. I mean, okay, I just so the I don't understand PJ's culture. I and right, no, I understand PJ's culture, but what I mean is like you can see. Wisconsin loses all of this stuff, and it doesn't matter. They 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 lost 24 sacks last year, and their defense comes back, and it's even more terrifying. All right? Northwestern, no talent on that team, but somehow they are so disciplined that they're, they're just out here just – just beating the crap. Like, Iowa scored 21 points, and that was before the end of the half, or 20 points, and that was before the end of the half, right? Northwestern didn't let them get another point. Northwestern didn't let them get past midfield, and this game was at Iowa. Even even Iowa, you at least know what you're going to get, right? Like, I don't... I thought last year we had finally established what P.J. Fleck's offensive identity was. Run the ball, run a slant, occasional double move. It's simple, it's easy, it's fun, it works. And on defense, just don't let them beat you running the ball. And if they're basically on defense, I thought last year our defense played the exact type of game that Northwestern plays. We'll let you get your yards, but we're going to assume you're going to make a mistake before you reach the end zone. What happened to that? Why Why is that not a thing? <sighs> yeah, that's a lot of things. Rant. <laughs> yep. Um... Until Iowa actually recruits a quarterback, they're just going to be a barely above average. Or somebody said Spencer Petrus was supposed to be the chosen one. Spencer Spencer Petrus, he threw three interceptions against Northwestern. Northwestern has six interceptions in two games. And Aiden O'Connell's leading the passing in the Big Ten. What is 2020? Rank Rutgers, you cowards. Rank <laughs> Rutgers, you cowards. <laughs> anyway, can we just get the score predictions so I can uh, go stew in more self-hate? Uh, keys to the game and then predictions. So what are keys for us to win? Play zone defense. Keep the ball in front of you. Throw the ball downfield. Please. If Tanner can't do that, it, throw in Jacob Clark or or Zach Anikset. They got the arm. <laughs> throw the ball downfield. I don't care if it's underthrown. They're going to catch it anyway. Throw the ball downfield. I saw Michigan State have a true freshman, low three-star wide receiver have 197 yards against Michigan. 
because they threw the ball downfield. Why are we suggesting that Tanner Morgan can't throw the ball down the field? We know he can do it. He led the Big Ten in the average yards per throw last year. We've seen him do it. We've seen some pretty phenomenal plays where Tanner Morgan threw the ball down the field. So why are we taking the ball out of his hands? I think it's my pessimism. Because our offensive line can't pass block. (laughs) (laughs) That's the point. You know, uh, I miss Daniel Fowler. I miss that and Curtis Dunlap. I miss them so much. I miss them just being able to like Daniel treating every defensive end like a small child. I miss I miss Curtis Dunlap running up to Micah Parson like what's good, what's really good. I miss that. <sighs> At also, least they'll be back next year. Um, still. Actually, I forgot. I think Axel Rushmeyer, our left guard, that started the last couple games. Uh, I think he's he don't say it. Um, yeah, throw the ball downfield, be more balanced on offense. Um, defense <laughs> got whatever it is, play better. I said it last week, just play better. I can't give a specific. Um, Special teams. Can we Stop pretending you can punt the ball. <laughs> you can't the ball. Is Mark, can we have Mark Crawford back from uh, COVID? Go for it every play. Go for it every time. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I don't know what to do. Why are we so bad on special teams? I don't understand. All right. <laughs> Scores. Forty-one <laughs> thirty-eight. Illini. I don't care. I don't care. This season's over. We're gonna lose all of our recruits. Start over. Uh, start over next year. And Rashad's going in the third round now. I don't even know what to say. Um, we're going to go with, uh, 33, 31 Gophers. (laughs) We're going to (laughs) pray that, uh, Kenny Morgan throws the ball. We're going to miss two extra points. <laughs> that is the way. <laughs> and we're going to get a miracle. Tell me, I'm telling you exactly what's going to happen. It's going to be, what you said, 33 to what? 31. It's going to be 31 to 30. Tanner Morgan's going to finally throw the ball downfield for the first time all game. And naturally, Rashad or Chris is going to come up uh, with it at the 37-yard line with two seconds left, then it's going to be a 50-yard field goal to win the game. No, no, don't hurt me. Don't hurt the football if we're in that situation. 
<laughs> Everything's bad. All right. Oh, yeah. 38. 35. Brock Walker doinks it in off the left upright. <laughs> and we win. 13 yards out or something ridiculous. Well, this is We're going to win it by playing zone defense because clearly man-to-man <laughs> -man coverage is not in our favor. And we are going to have a diverse palette of play calling. <laughs> End around. That's optimistic. Inside zones, outside zones, run blocking. Muhammad's never going to get touched behind the line of scrimmage. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> Should I just say all that? You know, I'm just going to say again, I watched Penn State run slants the entire second half against Ohio State, and they brought a tear to my eye. Because I remember when we used to run slants. Do you remember, Wyatt? I remember when we used to run slants. I remember that. Uh, it was so beautiful. They would go like this, and then they would go like this. Instead of just running the ball. Oh, look. They would, they would go like this, and then the Warriors would cut in like this. And Tanner Morgan would be like, whoop. And Tyler Johnson and Richard would be like, whoop. And then, you know, occasionally... They would go like this, and then they would go like this, but then maybe like psych, and they go like this, and Dana Morgan would be like, Whoop. and Rashad Bateman probably would be like, Whoop. no, he, no, he just reach out with one hand. He wouldn't even be both. He'd be like, he'd be like, Whoop. <laughs> yeah. like it's a little bird. So and then he'd do the gritty into the end zone. When James Franklin gets fired because of Penn State fans' unnatural um, necessity for beating Megazord, uh, can we hire Kirk Sharaka back? Can we get him back? Can we take him back? <laughs> so Kirk, can come back? Kirk Sharaka can be my head coach. I don't care. No. I'll a give little, it to him. A little, a little birdie told me last year that um, – Rashad wasn't the biggest fan of uh, some of Kirk Sharaka's play calling. That's because Rashad but doesn't work. slants. He but was averaging works. 20 yards a catch. What are you complaining about? What are you complaining You this. It worked. If, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Can I get to my prediction now? <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> um. So why? Ending podcast now. <laughs> um. So same score as Griffin, thirty-eight, thirty-five. But Brock Walker is going to double doink it, and we lose. Elijah wins. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Jason. High five. Okay. Uh. My, pe my pessimism is in now. That Minnesota pessimism, it took over real quick. Like, I didn't even watch any of PJ's press conferences. I didn't want to see it. I was like, this ain't it. This, this really ain't. I almost want contact tracing to get back to Tanner just to see. Just to see. Like, not him half COVID. But just like contact tracing. 
just, just to see what we have behind them. Um, you want to talk about other things uh, in the Big Ten or college football right now? Um, Rank Rutgers. At yeah. least, <laughs> at least, of course, it took Michigan State to expose Michigan. Not even the Gophers could do it. Did Martin you all Lombardi, know? Michigan is ranked number 23 in the country at 1-1 one and one, with a loss to Michigan State. At home. At home. In the big house. Fun fact. Do you know what their record is against any one, other? Dang it. One and six. One and six, I guess, against Ohio State and Michigan State and against everyone else is like 25. They've played Ohio State and been butchered. You know what? I feel so happy. I am so happy for Michigan State. Mel Tucker was crying. Let's let's. Let's go to this. Michigan is ranked number 23 in the country with a loss to Michigan State. And obviously the team they blew out the week before sucks. An unranked team. Rutgers ain't even getting votes. Would anyone have guessed before the season starts that Rocky Lombardi through week two, has more passing yards than Justin Fields. Wait a wait a whole second. Justin Fields, a he almost broke Tanner records of fish Tanner Morgan's efficiency record in his first game. Two, Justin Fields done throwing seven touchdowns in two games. So it's, he don't need to throw it everywhere. He's just gonna throw it at the end zone and call it a day. I'm not trying to chirp the man. I'm just stating the facts. The objective <laughs> the objective facts. If he, oh, if someone would have told you that Minnesota, Penn State, and Iowa would start off with a worse record than Rutgers. You know what I believe that Rank Purdue told you Rank Purdue something like two weeks ago that uh Indiana was going to be in the top four in the Big Ten East. Would you have believed them? Indiana gets Michigan at home next week. Ooh, it's going to be hot there. (sighs) Michigan about to die. Indiana finishing in the top four in the Big Ten East was a hot take. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. And people thought I was kidding. I look where they are now, number 13 in the country. Work Indiana higher, cowards. Indiana beat Big Ten powerhouse Rutgers. Who <laughs> <laughs> be Big Ten powerhouse Michigan State who beat Big Ten player Michigan. <laughs> Is Jim Harbaugh fired this year? If he wears his khaki pants again, he is. Did he wear khakis the last game? This year. Michigan State game. Uh-oh. Yep. I, I say this year, no. 
Homie just lost to arguably the worst Michigan State team I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, he did. That Michigan State team is bad. That lost to Rutgers. And not only lost, not only lost, Rutgers dominated. Let's be real clear about that. With Noah Vedral. With With Noah Vedral. If you fired Harbaugh, do you know how hard it would be during a pandemic, like you, you think you want to talk about how it would be? Go get Jeff Halfley at Boston College, who in his first year took them on the road to number one Clemson and was a drop pass away from winning that game. Like, go get Jeff Halfley and shut up. Or go get Luke Fickle at Cincinnati. You know, with the number eight team. Hold, hold on. Let's uh, let's but give no guarantee in that than we just gave them. The arguably the best player in college football was out for the game. Boston College. When you know who they replaced. Trevor Lawrence with? Yeah, I know who they replaced him with, but he wasn't Trevor Lawrence. No, he just happened to be the number one quarterback recruit in the country. Who they replaced the number one quarterback recruit in the country with, with the other number one quarterback recruit in the country. Say his name. DJ. Ungalalele. Ungalalele. Ungalilee. I don't don't know. Galileo. I don't know his last name. Okay. Look, it took me about a year to know uh, Tua Tungavailoa. It took me a year to get Tungavailoa down. Okay. Can you say Assezi's last name? Hold on, man. The ESPN commentator sure can't. (laughs) What's Assezi's? I've heard of Tomawa. I've heard Ultima Way woo or something. I have heard so many ways. I'm like, can somebody get this name's man and this a man's name right? I can't. Listen, there's only one name that I care about, and it's Winston Deladabadere. <laughs> yeah, out here coaching. Can we bring back Winston? Can we? <laughs> can he be the D line coach? <laughs> Where's Cam Renner when I need him? Uh, the Saints. He's on the Rams. The Saints are in the. Red zone with a minute 40 left. We played almost a full quarter of overtime? Yep. Nick Foles is our quarterback, Wyatt. (laughs) Drew Brees is still the Saints quarterback. But Khalil Mack still exists. (laughs) That's true. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Khalil Mack putting the fear of God into yeah. quarterbacks since they're on the Chicago, 2017. They're on the Chicago 11-yard line. All yeah. right, send everyone zero blitz. I don't care. Zero blitz all game. Drew Brees Engage eight. Engage eight. Are you talking about Florida's defensive game plan? Because <laughs> I swear, Florida Gators' entire defensive game plan is engage eight every single play. <laughs> All right, can we end this thing? Because I feel bad. I'm hurt. <laughs>
Yeah. I'm in a bad mood. I'm going to remind people that Indiana is currently atop the Big Ten East. And Purdue. No, is it Purdue or is it Northwestern? But whatever. One of those two teams is leading the Big Ten West. I was, look, I've been saying for a long time. This, this year was made for Northwestern. May no fans. You see how that messed up Penn State? Do you think Northwestern cares about fans? Who goes to Northwestern game? Exactly. So while everyone else is confused because there's no noise, Northwestern is like, you merely adopted the lack of fans. You were born that ten years ago, the Gophers would have been good for this environment. Oh, perfect. Absolutely, incredibly, yes. Doing Tim Brewster? Tim Brewster might have won the Big Ten. Of course, we had a had last season where like we had jam packed stadiums. <laughs> we're gonna we're going three and five, and that's gonna be really sad. I don't know how to deal yeah, with that. That's generous. So are we gonna end this or no? No. <laughs> <laughs> No hot takes, so we're going to end the podcast here, everyone. Uh, Thank you for listening to our Minnesota pessimism. (laughs) Um, I ain't got none of that pessimism. (laughs) And a very pissed off white when we mentioned a a, a side of the ball with an S and a T. A side of the ball. They don't deserve a side of the ball. (laughs) So we're going to end the podcast here. Oh, Saints just won. Oh. 26-23. Mike, uh, okay. Lutz field goal. Will Lutz field goal good? Hey, who that? Who that? Bye, y'all. I'm out. I'm out. Bye. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, why, uh, Lawrence has departed, so I'm Jason. There goes Lawrence, Wank Rutgers, Guider. And Griffin. And we'll see you next time at Oh.